I'm currently on the phone with Orion of Dirty Water. He's another musician that reached out about the interview session. So I'm going to go ahead and give him the chance to introduce himself. What's going on? I'm Orion. I play guitar and sing for the local KC band Dirty Water. We play metal, indie, whatever, garage rock, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Sure. Awesome. Uh, all right. So let's kind of uh, go back in time a little bit. Uh, tell me about how you first identified with music. When did you kind of first feel the calling to pursue it? And I got to be honest, I'm I'm pretty young myself. The, really what got me into it was that fucking Scott Pilgrim movie. That shit was fire for me as a kid. I wanted to get in a band right when I saw that shit. Okay. So you're talking about uh, Scott Pilgrim saves the world, I think it is. Yeah, that and just, I mean, of course, like just being young and like seeing shit like Nirvana, just super popular bands, of course. It wasn't until I got older that it got more interesting. And what what do you think it was about that sort of thing that had an appeal to you that kind of drew you to it? Just that vibe, just seeing like, just making preconceptions about what it probably would be like to be at a local show and just being with the homies in a band, just writing whatever comes to mind. Just that kind of rough and tumble vibe was just really appealing from the jump. Okay, so let's kind of follow the natural progression of that. Uh, tell me about, you know, exploring learning an instrument and how did you select uh, what instrument you wanted to use? And to be honest, I started out in fucking band class on the clarinet. That's, that was the first instrument I pursued, but that honestly was very, very, very lame. I quickly picked up bass guitar and then guitar. And then over the years, just sucked long enough to be decent. So I started singing and playing with bands after a while. Okay, so let's uh, let's kind of dive into that a little bit. What was kind of the beginning moments of learning the clarinet? Was it just because uh, you know your parents said you got to take band, and that was the instrument they chose, or how did that happen? Low key, I always wanted to play saxophone, and uh, in my school they said I had to play clarinet first, but I could never kind of progress enough to get into the saxophone, so I kind of just you know gave it up after a while. It's a it's a lot easier to just grab a guitar and slam on that than it is to you know, read music and be trying to play fucking hot cross buns. Also, I hope cussing is cool. Sorry. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Um, all right. So um, that's uh, quite a transition, uh, but not completely unrelatable. And I don't think that that's, um, um, you know, as awkward as, you know, you suggest there. I'm sure that happens to a lot of musicians. Oh, yeah. I'm sure a lot of people get into band class in school and then realize it's a lot more fun to do it like recreationally than I don't know, I guess professionally, I don't want to even call it professional. Sure. Okay, so let's kind of uh, take the next step here. At some point, you decided you wanted to play guitar, so you started pursuing that. What was that learning process like? How did, did you take like private lessons or did you kind of just emulate the, you know, your favorite songs that you heard? Well, that boy Marty Schwartz and guitar tutorial, tutorials all over you see on YouTube and shit. I lived, my, I had a, I had a buddy who lived in my dad's basement. He was like his friend from when he was a kid. And he always like would try to show me how to play bass. But he'd get mad because I would just slip there and slam the open nose. But after a while, I don't know. Like I said earlier, like years and years of being like, I don't know, you know what I'm saying? A shitty guitar player. Eventually, it's just like, if it's not going to start making sense, give it up. And it started making sense. Okay. And um, so how did you, you kind of referenced there that you were working with other musicians. Um, at some point, did you decide that you kind of wanted to go solo or did you have like a committed project that you were in? The time when, when all this happened, I was like fucking 14, 15. That was kind of before the dirty water days. But after a while, after I kind of got out of high school, you know, all my friends were grown and had jobs. We could really actually do motherfucker with the loud truck. We could do kind of the band thing and make it work, you know, linking together once a week, whatever. It really seemed more professional. But for a while, when I was like 15, 16, it would just be 
jamming with homies on the week and that's like nothing real you know nothing serious okay so uh how long do you think that that lasted for where you're kind of committed to these projects that you felt weren't going anywhere uh before you kind of decided you wanted a project that you could actually sink your teeth into for a while man i remember i used to play with these one dudes and they found out i smoked pot and they they decided that was the x factor that that was what, the reason it couldn't work but eventually i i don't know i had this childhood friend jake he lived down the street from me and then I had another buddy i was in debate class with and eventually we formed what we're in now and we're not even you know super duper mega serious but you know we you catch us out at kc playing shows whatever being general deviants nice um all right so uh let's on that note let's talk about what this project is give me some background about uh dirty water uh where did that come from what are you guys doing uh where do you kind of hope to see this go to in five or ten years realistically i got the name dirty water from a fucking bridge in raytown it was spray painted under the uh, bridge it was misspelled with two e's instead of a y i seen that i'm like actually looks like kind of a cool band name so i kind of just adopted that and we were already jamming at the time uh but really well i mean i don't know you know dirty water for me is just an excuse to buy more music equipment and be able to justify that to my girlfriend as to why i'm buying more and more guitars and amps and shit okay so let's kind of explore that thought line if if dirty water is just a pathway for you to accumulate more musical gear what do you kind of hope to use all that for what is your end goal and I might not be speaking for my bandmates here necessarily, but for me, the end goal is to just be out on a Saturday night playing the show and seeing my best people in the crowd, my homies, and then just some random people. I never just the connections of it, how it just kind of not really brings shit together, but just sets the mood so perfectly sometimes. Just the just the energy from it, the the feeling I'm taking away from just being part of not even like a scene, but being out there. Okay, so like just participating in the music and then also kind of using that as a platform to kind of launch yourself as a, a creative. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm not trying to be like, you know, one day wake up and be like 50 and be like, damn, I should have been doing this or doing that. Now I'm just sitting here being, you know, young and saying, let's go, let's go do some bar shows. Let's go fuck around at this basement show. Let's go, let's go, let's go make people's nights bad by being a loud, rowdy grunge band. Okay, so tell me about, uh, what that means like what is your ideal lineup i is it going to be like you doing solo vocals to a bunch of backing tracks or do you imagine there being a band involved in that well shit i guess i've been kind of slipping on the description my bad let me take a minute we we a whole band you know we a little three piece we got my friend joel hunter break on the bass my main man and i got my buddy jake playing drums and i play guitar and sing we bring a whole band with us somehow but i kind of just see it like that and then we got a Take a second to shout out this other local band, Wisteria. I fucking love them. That's the ideal setup. Just being with the boys, being with the fellas, you know? Okay, so uh, the the next step for you guys, I imagine, is getting some sort of recordings together so you can actually have something to put out there for people to listen to. Would that be correct? Yeah, we got some, uh, you know what I'm saying, like some small videos right now, just shit we recorded ourselves. But, I mean, that's the, that's the it's kind of a struggle as a, I guess a small time musician trying to record. Cause it's like, I, I only know how to play guitar and sing. I go to a studio and they using all these big words and talking about this and talking about that. It just gets overwhelming, you know? So that would be the goal, but it's something I'm not really trying to rush. Okay. So 
um, with that kind of being the way that you have to do it, uh, does it take a while for you to actually get songs that you're comfortable like putting out there? Or is it more kind of, uh, let's just put stuff out there and see what happens to it and try to get the, the people to come see us at, with whatever material we can? Oh, hell no, man. If I sit down with a monster energy drink and a blunt, I'll sit there and write eight songs that are fucking, that I deem banging, you know, that I think will be getting somebody bouncing. Okay, and so does that mean that you also follow through to get them recorded, or is that more of just uh, practice for the band for the shows that you're doing? Well, typically, sorry, I'm walking up this hill right now. This motherfucker is taking me out. My breasts are getting short. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, we... Right now we got about, you know, 14 or 15 songs. I kind of dream. I got this like hypothetical. We're going to make one album that's this name and one album that's this name with the lead singles being on the top. We got a song called Down and Out and a song called In and Out. And I want, you know, one project to be Down and Out and one to be In and Out. And then like kind of divide the songs in a chronological order based on when they was wrote pretty much. But that's all just kind of hoping. Okay, so uh, we've gotten to the point where you're writing, you're recording, and you're also doing shows. So with this lineup and project that you have going, uh, beyond just hitting the scene and being able to play shows, what is the next step after that? <laughs> Shit, man, wake up and go to work on Monday, you know what I'm saying? Just keep living, I guess. Okay, okay. Things, uh, things are kind of more fluid, you know? I'm kind of like the type where I'm not trying to like, I guess it's maybe lazy based, but I'm not like rushing nothing with the band shit. Like I'm not expecting to be playing like some big ass shows out of nowhere. I guess maybe that's a downfall, but kind of letting it organically happen and just seeing what goes, you know, do a show here and there. But I can't lie. Primarily I focus on house parties and shit. Doing a bar shows be tedious. You know, you got to bring this, bring that drums, PA, whatever, work with them. Everybody wants to get paid. Nobody got money. That shit gets old. Um, okay. So, uh, and that is the only project that you're involved in. You don't have any other irons in the fire. Uh, I got kind of a little side pro. I mentioned this band Wisteria. There's a beautiful soul in that band. He played guitar. His name is Zach. Will man, I'm walking by a house with some fucking dogs. This shit's about to be loud. <laughs> but, uh, we kind of got a little metal project going called Ontario. I'd like to shout that out. There is literally no real material out there for it, but one day I hope for it to be banging. But yeah, mostly it's just dirty water. I kind of feel like if I joined any other projects, I wouldn't be focused on it as much. Sure. Uh, okay, so we talked about how you started off playing clarinet into learning guitar and bass and then uh, getting into the creative environment that you're in now. What are uh, you know some of the memories that you have that kind of keep you motivated to keep doing this? Pardon me real quick. I got a cough. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> uh, I got to be honest, man. One of the fattest memories I can think of is when I was like young, young, like probably 12, I was chilling at my grandpa's house, you know what I'm saying, with my cousin. And we hear like bands playing like down the road and we went and checked it out. And they like, kind of like let me hop on the stage and play guitar with them. And I was like a young cat. I didn't even know none of the songs or none of the notes or none of that shit. But it was just like, I don't know, you know, inspiring as fuck. That should be sticking with me to this day. <laughs> like it was like, it was like some annoying ass local music that you would not like want one of your little siblings to go to. But looking back, it was just... It just needed to happen type shit because now it's like, I mean, I'm grown now playing shows myself. It just feels like it was kind of meant to be low key. Not like meant to be in like the, I don't know, manifest destiny type shit, but it just feels right, you know? 
Absolutely. I mean, when you find yourself in an environment that you feel comfortable in, it definitely feels that you belong there and it feels right. So I definitely relate to what you're saying. Right. Okay, perfect. Um, so what are some social media links where people can check out uh, your stuff and then also follow you once you actually do start putting out releases? And, and you said you have some videos as well. Yeah, it's mostly like some phone videos going on. I'm not even going to sit here and lie to you. But, but you can find us on Facebook at uh, Dirty Water. It's There's not a Y in Dirty, it's two E's. And then we got an Instagram and a YouTube as well under the same name pretty much. And I mean, we got some videos and some shorts on there with quite a bit of views. So I've I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'll look my own shit up when I'm not logged in and see how far it is until it pops up. It's kind of close to the top one, like YouTube and Facebook, but I don't know about IG. Okay. Um, so I always like to give the person I'm interviewing the opportunity to put out their last word. So what's a message that you want to throw out there that you think other people should hear? Message? You know, I'm not even really sure. Just do your thing. Follow your dreams, I guess, or something like that. Something, some kind of fake bullshit inspiring message to send it through to the very end. 